Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 more resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org this is simply for women yes it is and this is jennifer here i'm so glad that you stayed with us on the show because i love hearing from other women i love testimonies and stories for me personally they really motivate my faith they help me to grow they help me to change and today i'm excited because i have peg arnold with us peg welcome to the show oh thank you jennifer it is so great to be here with you it's a lot of fun and i'm really glad to have you on i know that you've been married 44 years so we could talk about marriage alone um a school counselor for 20 years and you've a grandma of six i'm I'm going to be a grandma in February for the first time. So, I mean, oh, that's that's very exciting. And then you have a, a version book, Devotions for the Distracted Heart. All of us have distractions, so we want to hear about that. And then Holiday Devotions for the Distracted Heart. So this is going Absolutely. to be a power-packed a few, few shows, and we're just excited to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. I'm just really honored to be here with you. I love your show, and I love the message that you constantly put out to support women, because that is one of my missions, is to Mm -hmm. encourage women to embrace who they are, who God created them to be, because every woman has a story, and every woman has a purpose. Oh, absolutely. Tell us your story. Start at the beginning. I love to hear a good God story. How did he grab your heart? Oh, well, I have to say that I am a PK, which is a preacher's kid. Oh, wow. That I, <laughs> I actually grew up in the church. I didn't know anything else than going to church on Sunday. Uh, I think in the beginning when you're young and you grow up in that atmosphere, you kind of feel like you get your faith by osmosis. Yes. And we all know that children can't get our faith by osmosis as much as we wish that would happen, (laughs) that every single one of us has to come to the point that we encounter the living Christ. That's right. And I did encounter who, I encountered Jesus and the idea of having a relationship with him when I was about 13 years old. Oh, good. 13 years old is fairly young, you know, (laughs) but I knew, I accepted Christ, I knew that I wanted him uh, to be a part of my life. But then you have the teenage years, Mm -hmm. and the college years, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I have to admit that I fell into that prodigal pathway that took me down a lane that, you know, gave me a division in my faith. But as a PK, you know, as a preacher's kid, I learned to balance what was the good girl side that I thought I was, you know, protecting mm-hmm. and letting people know, and then living my prodigal side on the other side of life. And I felt like I was balancing, you know, these two sides of the coin. Mm. And uh, 
when you are doing that, if you are a person that is doing that, there is no peace in your life. Yeah. Because you know that you are not being honest with yourself, you're not being honest with either side, and you're not being honest with God. Were you and trying so to please I, your parents, or who are you trying, what do you think you were trying to do? Oh, I think I, it was trying to make sure my parents thought I was being the good girl away from them, but also all the people in the church, because I was pretty active in the church, and I wanted to keep up those you know, those uh, reputations within mm-hmm. the church that mm-hmm. I was, uh, and I'm using quote marks, the good girl. And um, and yet I really kind of got drew into the exciting party side of life, and I, and I made some mistakes. And I, what happened to kind of draw me back to the Lord and want to, and I call it integrate myself, mm-hmm. uh, to realize that I wasn't being true to who God wanted me to be. I mean, during this time, I'd go to Bible studies and I'd go to church and I'd go to youth group and still kind of play the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. The first eye-opener was when a man in the church came up to me and I knew who he was. And all he said to me was, I just want you to know that somebody is always watching. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Did your parents pay him to tell you that? (laughs) I don't think they did. I think he saw me probably with a group of people. He knew that I was not what I should be doing or what (laughs) I To this day, many years later, I don't know what he saw, Mm -hmm. but it started me down that road of saying, I am not being who God wants me to be. Wow. And in college, I met my husband, and when we got married, I, he was a believer as well, when we got married, and I wanted to be my true self no matter where I was or what group of people I was. And I knew that I need to make changes. And and that was a process. God sure. took me through a whole process. Mm-hmm. It involved um, moving away from uh, everything I knew when we first got married. It involved a um, eating disorder where mm. I was a full-blown bulimic. But, yeah. you know, God kind of meets us in those places and teaches us and speaks to us yeah. because he does not want us living a life of deceit. Yeah. He does not want us living a life of unrest. And, you know, our, our Lord is the source of peace. He's the source mm-hmm. of strength. He is the source of hope. Yes. And that's what he wants us to find in our own life. And I wasn't going to find that or the contentment that Paul talks about in all situations. Mm -hmm. I was not going to find that until I could work to integrate who I was in every situation. And and I'd like to say, and I do it well all the time, but I think it's a struggle for us to be that same consistent person in every situation um, all the time. Yes. And, and so it is something, I, I would not say I have the dichotomous difference that I had when I was much younger, but I still, I still pray that I can be that 
person that Jesus looks and shines through no matter where I am or who I'm with. Well, don't, yeah, don't they say the definition of character is who am I when no one is looking, right? Or are you the same person 24-7? It's really important to have that, you know, Christ, I guess, the who, who you are in Christ as the foundation. Yes. So you, you, it sounds like you were pulled away from your comfort zone of your friends and, and that type of thing. What were the steps that you took to really rebuild your, your foundation or your, your character, really? What a, what a good question. Well, I, one of the things I knew when I moved so far away, um, my husband worked six days a week, so I was by myself, which led to the eating disorder. Um, I knew I needed to get involved with a church. Mm-hmm. And so I started going to church by myself because my husband worked on Sundays. Yeah. And I started, um, I found a church, and there were adults, that embraced me in this church. I was a young adult. I was in my early 20s. There were adults that embraced me in this church, and even the pastor um, gave me some uh, opportunities to serve. I, and I was teaching and helping with the music program in the church, and I was also teaching in private schools at the time. So getting a job and making those connections with other believers, both in my work life and my church life, helped me to find who my identity was, who Christ mm-hmm. wanted me to mm-hmm. be. And then, and then when I was uh, faced with difficult times, I really got back into scriptures. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures that ministered to me the most during this time of trying to reintegrate my life were the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Because David laments. David made so many mistakes that drew him away from God. And I could read those Psalms of those laments, and I could pour in the mistakes that I made. I could pour in where I was and read David's words of asking for forgiveness, of begging forgiveness, of acknowledging that God was with me, even when I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. And then his songs always come back, but I will continue to praise you, Lord. And, and of course, that Psalm 139, where he Mm -hmm. knows us, he knew us before we were born. He knows us in the dark valley. He is with us and never leaves us. He, you know, walks through the storms with us. That Psalm just spoke to me. So both of those things, I'd say three things, getting involved with a Christian community that you can connect with others because the body of Christ is a healing force to be able to connect with the body of Christ. Oh. And then getting involved with his word and personal prayer. Those three things. Those are three very foundation. powerful things. We have to wrap it up today. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I have with us Peg Arnold. She'll be back again tomorrow. I hope you'll stay on the show tomorrow because we're going to talk about what about that eating disorder she also has a devotion for the distracted heart i think i'm the first to sign up for that devotion we all need that don't we well you've been listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson it's been a great show and i simply hope that you will have a beautiful day
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.